the fool in his car, so that means it's car cast time. Yeah, I can't sing worth a lick. My dad and my sister got the good voice for that stuff. I just got the deep voice. When I was like two years old, I would talk to strangers on the train. I had this deep voice. They'd be looking around for like a grown man. And a little two-year-old standing on the chair facing the opposite way. He turned around like, look at me. I'm talking to you. Interesting enough, my mother said I would talk to everybody. I mean, literally like, you know, the drunks, the drug addicts nodding off, the old people, young people, sober people, crazy people. And they would all listen. Which, looking back now in my 40s, that sounds hilarious. That you've got all these people listening to a two-year-old. Or is it even more hilarious that the two-year-old thinks that, you know, <laughs> that the heroin junk is actually listening while he's nodding. <laughs> it's funny, you know, as you get older, life changes perspective, I gotta tell you. It's... My key demographic is actually, I think, women in their 40s to 60s, at least as far as what's logged into the anchor platform that shows me who's listening based on the, I guess, the information in their phone or their provider or they've logged in when they create their account shows me. I do have a lot of men over 33 that listen as well. And no, I'm not flashing the Illuminati secret number. Literally, I think it's like 33 to 46. And then 33 to 50, my second group for men. So it's interesting. Seems I have a much older crowd than, well, not older, than my age graphic. Age graphic. So maybe I guess that uh, age demographic, sorry. Maybe that fits in perfectly with what I'm trying to get to. Because the goal has been to help you fire your boss, right? Kids aren't thinking about firing their boss. They're thinking about cake parties and, you know, trying to get drugs that don't have fentanyl if they're smart. If they're really smart, they're getting scholarships or skipping college and getting a viable skill set. Yes, I said skip college. I went for three years and it was fantastic in a lot of ways. But 40 grand off the debt was not worth it. So now that we've had our introduction and talk... Let me tell you our topic for the night. We are taking our first topic by request. Tonight I'm going to discuss Will Smith and the smack heard around the world. In two minutes, we're about to jump on the highway into the series. All right, folks, so as stated, tonight we're discussing the smack heard around the world. And what I think about it. So I'm gonna come at this from a few different angles. I, I made a little, you know, a little cheat sheet for myself about things I want to talk about. But as we know, I go on my tangents. I find information for information, and I, I think it's um, I link everything together. You know, it might not seem like it links, but for me, a lot of the, you know, I connect the dots. There's not a lot of coincidence out there, folks. If the way I look at things, it really isn't. And so we're gonna sound a little conspiracy theories today. We're gonna to talk about business today, and we're just gonna talk about some some masculinity. I think that's going to be our main goal today. We're going to talk about these things as they apply to the scenario and you people in general. So the first thing I'll say is I see a lot of people say that, you know, Jada manipulated Will into doing this and he shouldn't have started beef and you shouldn't put your hands on another man because violence is not the answer. So let's start the first part there. So if Jada Kiss, Jada Kiss, woo, if Jada Pinkett Smith, there we go, that was a good one, right? Slap myself in the mouth. So if Miss Smith cause him to do all this madness by some method of control or abuse or she's the alpha in the relationship that's on them what happens in your marriage is your marriage now you could say well she's always talking about her marriage relationship on her TV show and her specials and her podcasts and her blogs 
then fine, then chime all you want, but it has nothing to do with you. One thing I've learned being married 15 plus years, and knowing other married people and seeing married couples, keep your age to yourself. You should not be making money off your marriage, unless it's more like, I would say, the Rev Run kind of way, which was basically like, he had his family on TV, and they were wholesome. There was some stuff, I think, that, you know, the oldest son did get involved with some marijuana, some other stuff, but he turned that okay for the most part, it seems. And Run was never airing out his dirty laundry on TV. So, we're going to put the Jade Angle to bed. I'm not interested in that at the moment. Now, people say violence is not the answer. I will argue violence is the answer. I think uh, Klaus, which was, uh, I think it was Von Klaus said that war is the continuation of politics by other means, or by any means, something like that. I'm not advocating for war. I'm not saying he restarted a war. But there is a time for violence, folks. I firmly believe in that. There is a reason we have the Second Amendment. It protects the first and all the rest. You can't lock down a people who will fight. You can't knock down a fighter who will keep swinging. Now, I'm not advocating for violence on a massive spectrum. I'm not even getting part of whether Will Smith was right or wrong. I'm just saying that we can't really sit down and say, it's okay to be gone. I don't think pacifism is always going to get you very far. I think it was the 18th movie that came in 2008. Uh, B.A. Barakis was like, oh, quoting Gandhi. And then... Um, Hannibal gives him another quote. He's like, dang, who is that? And this quote is basically advocating, advocating for violence as needed to deliver a correct objective that helps the people. He's like, same guy. Oh, lo and behold, we get the Mohawk back. He kills the bad guy, saves a couple lives, stops general injustice and uh, you know, fiscal crimes against the country that have likely been done to terrorize based on the plot or finance terrorism against certain people within the same country or others. You know, just following the plot. I'm not saying that's real. Just, you know, following the plot line, right? And yeah, Tony, it's a movie. I get it, folks. I'm just trying to say, but... I think violence is necessary in the sense that if someone tries to hurt my kids and I have to stop them with violence, it's going to become a necessity because those are my children. And as the alpha in my family, as the male, the protector, the husband, which is me and my wife have very clear roles of who's who and who's what, it's my job to protect my family. I'm not going to fold and say, no, please don't touch them. In my mind, if it comes to it, it comes to it. Will I try other means? By all means, I will. By all means. I don't believe in hitting people for hitting's sake. I don't think you need to spank a kid all the time. I don't believe you need to, you know, knock someone out to teach them a lesson, you know. You know, you can be a bouncer and not put your hands on people. Now, Roadhouse, I think, was kind of BS a little bit. I'm going to say that right there. Just let that out there. I know one of my uh, my mentors, if he hears it, he's going to be like, ah, because it's one of his favorite movies, I think, but... I've done the work before, not even on like a massive scale or a dangerous scale like some of my, my friends growing up in New York have, but it ain't that simple. Like, you just talk them out the door. You know, sometimes you might have to be aggressive at the least to save yourself and other people, and sometimes even the person who's trying to hurt you. So, that being said, you know, I think I, I probably sound very 2A because I am 2A. So, that offends any of my listeners. I apologize. I merely pro-constitution created by the founders of our country and other many people say oh, the country is founded in racism blah 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 we're not even getting to that argument what I'm going to say now because I know someone's going to bring it up to me in a conversation I'm going to say this I can live 200 years in the past or I can try to make sure that my kids have everything they need for 200 years in the future I cannot do both folks maybe you can but I can't because for me it's very simple I'm a Christian I'm an American I'm a father and a spouse. Everything else comes after those things, and basically in that order. 
The rest is essentially irrelevant. I can't worry about the past. And I love history. Don't get me twisted. I know the history of my people. I know the history of my country. All that good stuff. But it's not what I need to focus on. A lot of stuff that y'all are getting is not what needs to be discussed. A lot of stuff needs to be done totally differently. You got to shift your mentality sometimes, folks. You can't always be soft. And if you're going to be a small business owner, or you're going to write your own books and novels and all that, you need to have a thick skin, man, because you're going to try and, you know, how many times is your script going to get rejected? Uh, the guy who did Kentucky Fried Chicken, the colonel, the real, the real colonel, that dude got rejected, like, I think 67 times before someone bought his recipe. Can you imagine that to your face? You hear, this is crap. 60 plus times. How does that hit you? How does that literally hit you as a person? How does that feel? Oof, massive accident. Let me be careful, folks. Hold on. Hold on. All right, so we were saying, folks, how would that feel, right? We're going to skip all that. I'm even going to stop roll where I stopped. There was a massive accident. There must have been like six fire trucks right there and at least 12, 15 people sitting down. So count your blessings. That's our off-tangent one there. Count your blessings because you never know what can happen. So I was saying, I think violence is necessary in certain places. So now we've talked about violence. We've talked about Will. We've talked about Jada. We're going to get back to Will in a second. So Will Smith slaps the bejesus out this guy. Right? And everyone's like, oh, he should have done it. It's not professional. It's not leadership. There's a hundred ways you can say your opinion on it. But it's still your opinion. So let me weigh in on this from the, uh, I guess, toxically masculine perspective I probably have on this, according to many people nowadays in 2022. I think defending your wife's honor is very important. You know, you marry, it's to love, to honor, to protect, and sickness, and death, and all that good stuff I said, right? Why does anyone feel comfortable enough? Anyone at all. Saying crap about my wife. If you don't know to respect my relationship, you should know to shut your mouth. That being said, we get into a sticky quandary here now. He was doing a comedy bit while he was hosting an award show. And Jada Pinkett Smith has had her head shaved for like the last 50 years. Or super short. When it wasn't even popular for women to do it. It was like edgy when I was young. 30 years ago. So while we can easily say Will Smith was right saying keep your wife, keep my wife's name out your effing mouth and blah blah blah. What was said was done as a joke. And when we start limiting the speech of comedians, we run a slippery slope that then literally pushes us out of 1A and into 2A. And they're saying, Tony, it's not that serious. It isn't, but it is, because how many of you have been talking about this for two weeks at work? How many memes were created? How many comments have come out? How many other podcasters? How many YouTube shows? This is a big thing. And it's not a big thing. But it gives us an opportunity to talk about a lot of things. So I just think repeatedly, if I was writing a book and I was like 10 years old, I would have done exactly that because I had to get my word count up so the teacher would count it, right? Remember back in the day, I had to get 100 count. Let me get off my tangent. So we get an interesting quandary there. I don't think Chris Rock was intentionally insulting Jada Pinkett. 
Here's the other thing. I noticed that Will Smith laughed and didn't get up until his wife gave him like, you know, a cross-faced look or whatever you want to call it. And on top of that, I remember when G.I. Jane came out. It was a big thing shaved her head, right? That movie was empowering because she proved in the movie, Demi Moore's character, that she could do what a man could do. She rescued a 237 pound man, which her main trainer didn't think she was capable of doing because of her being a physical woman. As defined by, you know, the chromosomes and the way we looked at it back in the 90s in case of offending any of you. So, in the end, he gets hurt because they had to run a mission. There was no other people. So her's a trainee, right? She went. Now, if she was actually doing a G.I. Jane 2, that'd be pretty cool. Now, only are we doing a second part of the movie where if a woman was shown an empowered role, we now have a woman who's also a minority. So we've covered two smaller demographics that don't always, you know, as according to the media, get the, the respect they deserve. And like I said, I'm being a little careful my words here. I might be pissing you all off. You know what? Anger can equal emotion. Hopefully, instead of slapping me, you grow your business. That's what the goal is here. So like I said, it's a two-edged sword. I believe a man's job is to respect his wife and make sure she's respected and protected. But Chris Rocks did not call her any kind of slutty name or imply something negative about her. It's a whole different thing. So I think we have to tread carefully as spouses, protectors, and a society. It's very ridiculous to me that he got slapped but I could almost see why you would slap somebody. If he had said something, if he just said something off color, I could see him getting slapped. For what he said, I don't think the slap should have occurred. If you're trying to make a statement because you're Will Smith and no one should F with you, it was probably too far. If he'd have made a joke about his wife sleeping with um, that young guy she admits having entanglement with, that'd be one thing. If he'd have referenced her and Tupac's prior relationship and then made fun of Will Smith, that's another thing. But for a comment about her haircut, I don't think it was warranted. I'll be honest. I don't. I think when we start saying, oh, well, you know, I think that he was right to slap him because he didn't know she had alopecia, but she does. So he made fun of something that he didn't know she has, and he deserves to be slapped, and we should accept that. That's when we get into that really scary line, folks. It's a very scary line. And Tony, you're talking about politics and personal and society. Well, if you don't make good decisions here, you're not making good decisions in your business. And you can't make emotional decisions about your business either. What Will Smith did was make an emotional decision, a brash decision. He hit another man. In all arguments, in the same, you know, same economic group, same racial group, same career group. And cursed him out in front of a trillion people. There's not a trillion people, Tony. I know. Jeez. Let me have my moment. I don't get to do this much anymore. We're heading for our second one this week, so I'm on target. I'm over the target. Fantastic. So we've covered what I think about Will's right or lack thereof to slap Chris Rock. Chris Rock being a comedian, I think he's entitled to a little bit of, you know, a little bit of a wiggle room with free speech and making fun of people. We covered that. We covered alpha males. We've discussed the fact that I probably am a toxic male based on standards today because of the things I've said. We've covered violence and its use or lack thereof. Now we're going to come back and slant this a whole nother way in about two minutes, but I have to make another run.
folks, we're back. So, talk about Elon Musk the idiot about two years ago, right? Then, we talked about Elon Musk a few days ago. And the stupidity he does and or doesn't do. And whether I'm the idiot or he is. So, we're going to go on the conspiracy wheel first. Because I think this is interesting. So, supposedly... This award show is sponsored by Moderna and Pfizer. And supposedly, I believe it's Pfizer, has an alopecia drug coming out. Now, if that is true, this was ridiculously smart placement. To have this worldwide star and his wife, who does have alopecia, have an incident with another worldwide star bringing awareness to alopecia, making it a common name so that when the ads start coming out and people start looking, it's back in their mind. Now, if this is true, and this is where I'll probably lose some credibility here, it's a lot like Now You See Me. If you ever seen that movie and they robbed the bank, what they did was they kept showing the guy the number on the coin and everything he saw showed him to take a plan to go to Vegas and to pick the number 12 or 23 or whatever it was. Everything was linked to that one action. Every step he took, everything he had to do was that. If you place something in front of someone's face, directly or indirectly, they'll see it. Whether they see it subconsciously or consciously is different, but it will be in at least the very back of their minds. So if you were a billion-dollar drug company, this was perfect. Now, to do some internet research, I went to Instagram which we all know is the bastion of truth. And I saw some interesting still frames. So one of them, like Will Smith barely hit him. Like a glancing blow, shall we say. Now, there's two sides to that. Was it a fake blow, so that's why he did it? Or did Will Smith only hit him softly because he only needed to make his mark, not hurt his friend? Or, you know, his, his uh, you know, colleague in the field of acting and production and whatnot. Now, if he just wants to make a message, just slapping the man, because slapping the man's a big deal. You don't just slap a guy. You know, that's 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 like taking a fighting stance. You know, that's like, that, that'd be like if he, you know, that, that's just a big deal. You know, it's, it's insulting and it's physical violence simultaneously. So if he was just trying to make a point, a light slap is warranted. If he was trying to make it look like a big boy move and lie to everyone and get some good publicity, and raise the ratings for the show and raise the ratings for the alopecia drug and awareness for alopecia and, you know, whatever, it was a good idea as well. Like I said, it could always be conspiracy, but it makes sense. Another one shows that Chris Rock, in the freeze from I saw, it appeared he put his hands behind his back and leaned forward. Now, could that have been because he knew the slap was coming and wanted to be ready for it and appear unarmed? Or was it just because a friend was coming and he leaned to see what he's going to say? Maybe thought Will was going to rock the mic and do something ignorant that would benefit both of them. Another picture shows Chris Rock looking like slightly out of it and not sure what to do next after the slap. And after, of course, you know, Will sat down and cursed him out again. Like I said, this is just me doing some conspiracy uh, schnook stuff. I'm just curious, folks. I want to know what's, uh, what everything looks like to y'all. Now... Like I said, it sounds a little cool, a little kooky to me, but if I had a drug that I wanted pushed to the public, 
and I just cleared some phase two and three trials and that kind of good stuff, I'm going to start marketing it. This would be a hell of a marketing approach, folks. And here's why I say that, because when 50 Cent came out at first, he did How to Rob, right? I believe this is what happened first. He had an album that came out, normally he heard it, then he got shot, lost his record, that's what happened. When he got signed to 50, and he started working with 50 and Dre, I remember people were like, yo, this guy was a bullet professor, he goes, he's a marked man, part of his contract, they have to have security, and the Jeep Grand Cherokee they drive him everywhere in, it has to be bulletproof, and the guards have to have guns, and all this stuff, and it was a big deal, we were like, yo, this is craziness, bro, how does this even... How does life pop off like this? You know, and he'd been shot. He'd been in the streets. So all this stuff blew it up dramatically. Then on the cover, he's got the vest. In one of the videos, he's training after he's shot. You know, you paint a picture. And then you sell the picture. So maybe the drug companies are doing it. Maybe it's just conspiracy. But I have a better one for you. I do, I do, I do, folks. I got a much better one for you right now. So, we're not going to go to another, another uh, break. We're not going to do stuff. We're just going we're gonna, we're gonna to just bomb through this. One. We're going to fly through this real quick. I'm literally parked in the car so I can finish the car in the car. So, the car cast. So, my good friend William, I have a question for you. Now, your book came out in November. Maybe a little before. Your book's been out for about six months. Candid autobiography, discussing your life, your journey, six degrees of separation. At one point, contemplating killing your father for revenge, for blah, blah, blah. I'm not trivializing what he's been through in life. I'm not. I'm just, I don't want to keep y'all busy for an hour when I know I can run my mouth. So I want to be a little more aware of being concise. So. Don't know what the sales were like. I'm not going to look it up. I want y'all to look it up and disprove me. The goal here is for you to prove me wrong. Or, you know, get angry enough to want to slap me, get on the end and be like, you know what? Maybe this guy makes sense. And then you start making your own money. And then I've got a friend to borrow six grand from. Because you've got six figures, so give me six grand. And I'll turn it into ten grand. No questions asked. i got a bridge to sell you. Just kidding, folks. But there is power. If you make a million and I make a million, we have the power of two of us. And I have two minds, two million dollars. Not one mind, one million. So maybe Will and Jada did that too. They set up to hear the joke. They hear the joke. She gives him the look. He laughed. That was his cue. Ooh, gotta go jump. Protect the wifey. Ooh, gotta jump. Which then, of course, a thousand people have opinions on, right? So we get a thousand discussions. A thousand tweets and Instagram posts and Facebook posts. Which then generates publicity for her talk show. Maybe she becomes a spokeswoman for alopecia. Gets a piece of the stock for the company. Maybe she just gets to make people aware of alopecia, which then makes her feel good because it brings light something that does affect people, right? It's an autoimmune disease. It does have, you know, I, I went to school with a guy in college, and he said when his alopecia came out from anxiety and stuff, he would lose all his hair on his face, his eyebrows, everything. Like, that's not going to be comfortable. You ever seen yourself with eyebrows? Look up uh, Impractical Jokers, Murray gets his eyes shaved. It looks scary, and you can't be comfortable. You've seen yourself with eyebrows your whole life. But so Jada passes Will the ball. He alley-oops the slap to Chris Rock's face. Buttons his jacket at the waist. Walks back feeling empowered to the table. Streams another threat. Show gets boosted ratings. Internet is on fire. Like Kim Kardashian, quote-unquote, breaking the internet, shall we say. 
Ratings boost for the show, the sponsors, etc. Will's book now sells an extra 2 million copies in 3 days. Tony, you can't be serious. I don't know. But you're Googling Will Smith, right? I Googled Will Smith's book, and the first image was Will Smith's new book and the one just the two of us he'd written prior. So right there, Google... Actually, this was Brave Browser, actually. Not Google, Brave Browser. Automatically showing things I could buy. Automatically. Systematically. Pushing this person to purchase petulantly. I probably used that word wrong, but I don't care. Because I want to just sound all kind of highfalutin, crazy, verbose today. And I was going to do it. So my good friend Willie calls up Jazz and says, Yo, I got an idea. Everyone loved when Uncle Phil threw you out the house. So in order to sell my book and maybe get people to listen to our music on iTunes and Spotify, and maybe they even buy a copy or two, we get a piece of the licensing, you know, because we got a deal, right? So we get something out of everything we did, right? Instead of slapping, instead of throwing you out of the house, I'm going to slap Chris Rock on TV in everyone's house to watch the show, on every YouTube screen. I'm going to slap him out the house. And I'm going to look like a doting, protective husband doing it. I'm going to look a strong alpha male doing it. What do you think? Jazzy scratched the beat and said, yeah, 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 do it, bro. Get it done, bro. Book sales up, ratings up. Jada has stuff to talk about on her show. We'll get on his social media and discuss it. Now, if it comes to the point where he makes a public apology, there's an old saying, folks. All publicity is good publicity. He didn't cheat on his wife. He didn't go sleep with somebody opposite sex, married to someone of this opposite sex, or basically, you know, he wasn't caught cheating in a way that would be more publicly unapproachable for many people in the world, shall we say. He didn't get caught beating his kids. He wasn't caught using intravenous drugs and getting HIV. You know, he didn't, uh, he didn't do any of the things that we've seen a million other famous people do that then they get judged for. And right now, the whole world. Not the whole world. There's probably about a billion people that couldn't give a dang. There's about another billion probably locked up in China right now because they have um, forced COVID lockdown, which is another topic maybe for another day. We'll see how easy I get. But um, whether Pfizer makes any money off this deal and I just sound like a kook to y'all, I'm going to start pushing more buttons with these podcasts because I'll tell you what. I saw a video on Instagram and Jada was asking Will a question from what it looks like out of nowhere. Like he wasn't expecting videotaping. He's like, she's asking, like, didn't so-and-so do something good for our marriage? Some counselor. He's like, yo, social media is my bread and butter. Please don't videotape it. I'll let me know first. And she's like, blah, blah, blah. Keeps talking. Could that have been scripted? Is he a husband trapped in a relationship he didn't want to be in? Who knows? But I'll tell you something else interesting. I saw something the other day. She was having a conversation on some show or something. She was talking about she didn't want to marry Will Smith, but I think they got married because she was pregnant. I, don't, I didn't get to hear the whole thing. So I was like, you know what? I gotta get to work and I'm just, you know, I'm looking at this stuff for a few minutes before I go and leave the parking lot because, you know, I get to work early. I have to drop my son off the bus. So I was like, you know what? I don't want to go to work early because as a manager, people will need me. So I stay in my car. I can have a few minutes just look at the internet. Sometimes I read the Bible. Sometimes I look for conspiracy theories. Sometimes I look for the crazy stuff in the news. And that's what I stumbled onto. But I will tell you this I guarantee there's more money to be made than money to be lost by the Smiths. And the, and the picket smiths and whatnot. I guarantee you. 
Detroit couldn't get no good water, so Will and his son, from their water brand, donated, I don't know, a couple million gallons or something. I'm going to bet you two things. They got great publicity off it and a tax write-off. And they got their name in a million people's mouths. So instead of selling $3 bottles of water, I gave away $30 million worth of water. I got to get some kind of tax break on that. <laughs> There's got to be something in it for my company. And I look like the man and his son who saved Detroit. Dang, the that sound like something Lex Luthor would do? Oh, Tony, you're crazy. Well, I am, but good HBO Max, which I don't get paid by, I should say this, but I got it because I got a new contract with my phone provider. And it was included. Or you can go on a thousand other providers and watch all the DC comic movies. Lex Luthor's a shrewd, cunning, conniving, manipulative, rich genius. And as we keep saying, my podcast point is to help you fire your boss and have freedom and financial stability. That's it. So we'll recap now rather than pause and go on a recap. We're probably about 30 minutes into this. So I don't waste too much of your time. So my inner conspiracy theorist says this was intentional. I believe the slap was meant to be done. It was planned beforehand. And it was good business, whether it puts a bad taste in your mouth or not. Because ratings are up, sales are up. Books will be sold. Memes will be made. Podcasters will podcast. YouTubers will tube. Rogans will rogue. And the beat goes on. Is violence necessary? At times, yes. You protect your wife? By all means. By any means. Make sure you're not picking a fight for no reason getting stabbed, though. Business, you should always be tending to your business. As with Elon, publicity that's free is money saved. Money saved is money earned. Plot, plan, find your freedom, folks. When Will Smith signs up for a movie, he gets a trailer and a trailer that's a gym. He negotiates from a position of power. You might not be in a position of power right now. You might not agree with me on all of this. But to go from music to acting to probably $200 million north of blockbuster, blockbuster hits, beautiful wife and kids, household name. There's a lot more I keep going on. We're going to stop right about now, more or less, because like I said, the violence has a place. This may not have been the place for it. Was this intentional? I think so. Was Pfizer and Moderna in on it? I don't know and I don't care. I just want to bring you all a whole bunch of stuff so you think and you're not just like, la, 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 look what happened. And that there is the final and most important lesson is that if you've been talking about this for no darn reason but to be a nosy Parker, shame on you. If you've spent three hours discussing Will Smith and you haven't spent three hours building your dream, shame on you. We talked about Elon Musk last time, right? Time is your most vicious. You know, the way he manages time. And I've talked about the Shark Tank people, how they're like, I need 33%. I can't do this for 12%. It's my time's too valuable. It's not something I have to do to help you. If you had time to watch this show and you're not in the business, even if you are in the business, what are you doing? If you've got three hours to waste talking about Will and Jada Pinkett's relationship instead of working on your relationship, 
or working on yourself so you'll be stable in your inner relationship or working on yourself so you handle your business relationships or working on your business or writing your book or working on your dribble working on your poker face working on your driving skills getting your uber to five star i mean what are you doing you don't think violence is necessarily fine you don't think you should have slapped him fine you think Moderna and Pfizer have nothing to do with this and alopecia is just, you know, it's just raising awareness and good stuff? Fine. What are you doing watching award shows when you're not going to get an award? What are you doing watching TV when you're broke? What are you doing spending your time with the television as your friend? If you're sitting with your wife and your spouse and you don't know enjoying the show, Every now and then you watch a little bit of TV, that's a guilty pleasure. By all means, go ahead and enjoy it. But if you watch the whole award show, then the next day you watched a bunch of memes and jokes, and maybe you made some yourself. And after that, you discussed with your coworkers. And after that, you discussed with your wife. And after that, you called your homie and you talked about it. We had a brew. I'm going to say you just wasted six hours of your life. And at $100 an hour, that's $600. It's not life-changing, but it'll pay for my internet, my car payment, my car insurance. And I'll still have some money left over for a tank of gas, roughly. Maybe not at these prices, but... Mull it over, folks. Let me know what you think. And if you have requests, let me know. I will honor your requests for content creation if I can and when I can. As always, it's Tony at changeinadvance.com. On Twitter and YouTube, it is Change in Advance. The blog website is changeinadvance.com. On Instagram, I am Pedagogy of the Fresh. P E D A G O G Y O F T H E. Fresh Prince of Smack Air. Give me your feedback, folks. Share with your friends. Peace.